Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. Rev Briz with you here. And Rev Z right here. And we are a couple of ministers talking shit. Today is episode 16, and the title of our episode is The Art of Awakening. And I tell you, I'm so excited mm-hmm. because every Friday, uh, my dear brother Rev Z and I get to get together here and share with what's going on in the world, what's going on in our hearts. And uh, and really, folks, we create all of this in, in the 20 to 30 minutes before we come on the air. So we both kind of like playing without a net. Uh, that's sort of what this is. So if you're watching along and you're watching live, please feel free to drop a comment in the comment box. And uh, if you have a question or you want to share something with us, we will be happy to do that. You also can catch the back episodes of this program on the podcast website, ministertalk.transistor.fm. So please head on over there when you get a chance and listen to this. So uh, so let's dig in here, Z. <coughs> we're, talking, uh, we're talking this morning that the title of it is The Art of Awakening. And I want to kind of, I want to invite you to, to share with everybody a li- just a little bit about how we got to that title this morning, The Art of Awakening. Ooh, I, I got distracted there. I was thinking about this awakening and I wasn't quite awake. Um, but yeah, the, you know, this whole idea of Art of Awakening is, is surrounding, as we have known now for a couple of months, that we are definitely in a tro tumultuous situation with economics, education, healthcare, communication, uh, media, all these different ideas and, and, and systems that support us now are beginning to fail. And, and one idea of why that is, is because a lot of them, if not most of them, are still operating from an industrial age model where we had this idea of plug and play and we got to conform and we got to fit in the same little box and everything looks the same. And so we've used that. And then we got into the information age and we got this whole idea about all this information with the internet, which now, as we talked about in the last episode on truth decay, how do you distinguish what's right, what's wrong, what's good, bad, all of the, all the different opposites, pick one that works. And, and, and that now we are moving in a point where we have the chance to awaken into a new way of doing things, a new way of living, uh, so that we make life an art that has a scientific base, if you will, at the foundation of it. But we want this thing to be flowing and, and inclusive and, and, and balanced, right? Yeah. And so to do that, I think we have to have this art of awakening where we begin to connect at all levels the science will connect the in, the, the the information will connect the, the 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 intentions the people and so we have this opportunity to create a 
as as we say in in in, in religious science, a world that works for everyone. Now that not doesn't mean everything is going to be perfect because life is a ebb and flow. There's an up and down, and it always will. But as as one as one one guy said, he says, I, I know there are going to be highs and lows, but I want my lows to be high lows, right? I, I want I don't want my lows to be at the bottom. I want them to be, you know, hovering still at a balanced point. So that thing doesn't take me totally out of balance. And so yeah. time to awaken. Yeah, absolutely. I, I hear you. I started myself. It was probably late March, early April, uh, April when the phrase, the season of awakening. Yes. Came to me. And we've been in this season, right, folks? We've been in this season here uh, long enough to recognize that, well, number one, we are awakening. Uh, and, you know, some a lot of people have pulled the covers up over their head and said, hell no, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's, that's not going to do anything. Uh, your problems, you, you know, your problems are still going to be there when you finally pull back the covers. Uh, and as Rev Z and I were chatting, so this season of awakening does require us to sort of have some sort of framework about how we go about that, some sort of process around how we embrace this awakening and equal, even more important probably, is what are we going to do with it? For those of us that are now fully awake and those that are and those that are still maybe given a little stretch and a little yawn and still kind of waking up in the, mm -hmm. you know, the, still rubbing the sleep out of their eyes to say, hey, wait a minute, there is a whole new opportunity coming on board here. Yes. Yeah. So. And, and, well, and, and real quick, that you know, that opportunity, like all opportunities, is somewhat fleeting if we if we don't strike the iron while it's hot as they say that that steel is going to be cold and you won't be able to forge it you're going to try to have to heat it up again and we don't want to go through this heat again no i don't think we want to go through <laughs> this heat again. <laughs> i i know that uh, tra traversing the fire that has been this past six months this past season uh has been enough <laughs> uh, but <laughs> But we're, we're, we are on that place, right, where we now have this giant opportunity in front of us. And it's the opportunity. I, I agree with what you're saying. The opportunity, the window for this opportunity is now waning. Yep. Right. Because we're looking at, well, what's the next normal now? We're already having those discussions. People are kids going back to school, trying to get people back to work, trying to get uh, organiza things operating again. It sometimes feels to me, Z, a little bit like we're trying too hard, though, to go back to the information age and not really willing to grow into this new age. Sorry for the pun there, folks. Yeah, the yeah, term, yeah, right? no. <laughs> but but that's what it is, right? Because like anything, there are very few people, you know, there's there's the comfort zone and normally within the comfort zone, there's a safety zone. Although I know I can get out here on the edge of my comfort zone, but I, I really want to stay in my safety zone, right? Uh, because I, I got habits there. I can be lazy there. I don't really, I can kind of fake it if I need to, because I got all the information that I need to maneuver in this space. But what this is going to call for, we have to move definitely out of our comfort zone 
and we have to get very close to going to a brave brave new world if you will because we 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 have to be able to be in a space where we have to see differently where we have to try new ideas and and not be so dependent on falling back on the old ideas which is going to recreate the exact same thing in a relative place that we got right now yeah well that's what struck me when you were saying that right if we go back into the comfort zone folks if we try to go back to what was to the way things were at this time last year 2019 you know july of 2019 and july if we try to go back to that it's number one we just can't but number yes. two if we could it wouldn't be it wouldn't feel comfortable any longer we have been we have grown we have evolved as a human species through this experience now we're evolving on the physical level as we as our body learns how to fight this pandemic this COVID thing and and as we learn to fight this virus and emotionally mentally spiritually we have evolved as well so if i could yes. jump in my magic delorean and travel back a year number one it wouldn't feel very comfortable and number two just as rev z was saying we'd be setting ourselves up for an even greater slap in the face because if we don't learn what we're here to learn if we don't grow through what we're here to grow into through this then we're just going to have to repeat the lesson yeah yeah and 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 this real quick you know that i'm already graduated from that grade uh i don't want to repeat it because 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 what's happening if i have to repeat it in some ways i get i get more fearful because this is kind of fearful trying to figure out how to maneuver in this and right now i think a lot of people are stuck if you will in their isms whatever that ism is politicism uh religions or what philosophies ideologies and and in my view and understanding all of these things are piece of a puzzle or a piece of a pie they all work together integrated connected and when they become separated like we have them now you got the you know the philosophical people and the ideological people and the religions and the politicians and the spiritualities all as separate entities we now have a problem because those things are have to be as we're saying this awakening age is going to be it's about connection it's about how does one thing support the other how does one one idea or system supports another when it runs to a point where it has no more ideas right. and it has to you know the, the 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 science has to fold over to ideologies how do we implement this or what is the philosophy yeah. and that's where we are now yep and, and to me that uh, again as you were sharing that that type of separation is so incredibly prevalent right now so I'm gonna yes. wait. I'm gonna wade into something here, folks. And uh, as my resident, uh, how do I say, it? as my black mentor, yes. uh, please let me know if I step on any landmines here. All right, because I'm still learning, right? But as I was listening, yeah, we have allowed this concept of anti-racism to now be its own little world, its own little thing, and 
I'm either that or I'm this. Well, I'm I'm a white guy. I, I I can't get beyond my racism. I'm working real hard, but a lot would believe that that I'll just never be able to get fully beyond that. I'll never right. be 100% healed from my racial conditioning. And at the same time, I've got to try to be very I've got to be diligent to be anti-racist. Yes. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm not LGBTQ, I'm an A, I'm an ally in that fight. So I've got to spend a piece of my time being anti, anti-gay, uh, right? anti-homophobic. I've got to spend time um, being here and being there. And we all have these poles, right, folks? This is, we've all got so, so many places within us that it's real easy to get uh maybe for lack of a better term it's easy to get pigeonholed yes into yes. just this is my cause this and so that identifies me and now i'm still separate because i'm identifying as anti-gay or, or sorry anti-homophobic or anti-racist or um identifying as whatever it might be we're still working we're trying to find this framework of well what's it look like to really be whole yes yes and that is and that is is you know that is a key point because we have been out of wholeness if you will for a very long time and and we've gotten you know as they say the human body and the human mind can conform to any kind of situation given a, a chance to to habitually lean into it and so now we, we're at that point to where we have to begin to say yeah i can keep my arms like this all day but that hurts it doesn't give me a lot of mobility it doesn't give me a lot of flexibility um and so when i get locked into these individual parts of the system it becomes a problem and so so this art of awakening i always like to think about it in my head as uh is is i look at the human body which can be parallel with nature the universe the globe inside of this one body there are a bunch of different systems or individuals the respiratory system the endocrine system the the, the neural network system all these different systems that work independently but they can definitely not survive if they don't have the work of the other system you know the respiratory system is not going to work if it doesn't have the circulatory system taking the, the the carbon dioxide and getting it out right or bringing the oxygen in and and in some cases it will not in some cases in all cases the, the 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 cardiac system knows if i increase physical activity i need to pump harder when i go down it knows to go down so there's this uh symbiotic relationship if you will this this connectivity that says for all of us to survive we gotta all know when to play our part and when to kick in and if we don't game over yeah exactly it it feels to me like the the game of the art of awakening is really awakening to number one the truth that is out there the truth of who we are the truth of in your example there, how the body works, 
right? Because if I don't do that, if I don't do that just right, or there's a little imbalance in the bot, all of a sudden I'm lightheaded and uh, yes. I, I got I got to sit down because I climbed the <laughs> stairs too. Long. Maybe I'm just getting old. Uh, but <laughs> when there's that imbalance. I got to find the way back to balance. So the art of awakening really is a process for me of letting go of all the crap I believe. Yeah. A while back, long time back now, uh, one of my first teachers, he used to say, uh, don't believe everything you think. Don't listen to that. Don't believe everything you think. Mm -hmm. Because now remember, folks, science of mind philosophy what you think about you bring about however we don't demonstrate everything we think of right if if we did there'd be a whole ton of electronics equipment down in my basement because <laughs> uh, i think about every but what we think about helps us to create what we believe and it's really the beliefs that we're demonstrating yeah yeah Right. I can have an errant thought. I can think all kinds of things about our current administration politically. I can think all kinds of things, but none of that's going to come true unless I put intention, belief. Right. Right. And it becomes a habitual thought. Right. Exactly. So that thought is there constantly. This is what I believe. And that's what got us. So our beliefs are great. They get us what we want, but they also get us into some trouble now and again. That's where these isms come in through. So the art of awakening is waking up every moment in every experience, in every discussion and saying, you know what? Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Maybe what I've believed all along is just flat out wrong. For how many years in my life was I taught that people of color were less than, weren't smart enough, yeah, maybe they had the athletic thing, but other than that, you know, it's just not. I was taught that for years and years and years. Yeah. I believe that. Now I have to actively believe differently mm-hmm. until my beliefs demonstrate in my life. Yes, right. and 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 that's and that's and that's that's the interesting part of this whole new art right <laughs> we got to get some new colors and new brushes and, and some new canvases if you will to begin to repaint this thing because we all some people don't want to say it but we all have our biases our isms you pick one we may have more of one than the other but we all got them all right and some are active and some are not some are more active than others um and that's just life i mean you know you know, if we look at our bodies, I love to use these kind of metaphors. Our body, when they look at it, and when 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 we make our transition, we have about well, not about we have the same minerals and stuff that are in us are the same minerals that are found in the earth. There's a certain amount of crystals and and copper and all these different elements that are in the earth itself that are in us. So there's a relationship that forms there. But if we miscue it, now we're in trouble. And so we all come up with misconceptions about what is better than the other or what is more efficient or more effective than the other, which if we look at it in this situation, these ideas of who's better or who's smarter, who's more athletic becomes a problem because in certain cases, you know, the mold will be broken. And more than certain cases, in a bunch of cases, if you are open to seeing them 
open to experiencing them. But if I if I if I have put on a mass of any one of the isms, I will begin to see only things that fit within that model. Yeah. Yeah. And now we back in a, in a in a situation where I'm blind pretty much. Yep. And now I'm on Facebook. Right. Right. Think about it, folks. What he's talking about there. That's what happens on Facebook. And we do it sometimes unconsciously, but sometimes consciously. Mm -hmm. I've had people tell me, oh, I unfriend anybody that talks about politics. Even if you're a nice person, you're just gone. We we cultivate this bubble, our bias bubble. We cultivate that by uh, by praising the, the what we already believe and just screaming and shouting cool. yeah. and uh, and unfriending any idea that challenges what we believe in who we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because again, you know, the body is there's if if you let the body systems and 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 represent these different aspects of life, if you will. There's not one system in your body that you want to cut off or that you don't want to operate fully and imbalanced because we know you can do it. You know, they can take one of your kidneys of the two and you can still survive, but that puts a strain on the body. Now, other systems have to work harder. And if something, you know, there's no redundancy no more. Right. So now we are creating a system that begins to teeter on collapse. Right. Or, or collapse is a lot easier. And that's a model for what we want in life. We want a, one that ebbs and flows. When I start running my heart and my and my respiration, I'm going to breathe more. My heart's going to go up when I stop. It's going to go down. So there's this relationship that we need to understand and this connectivity as we awaken in this new art. Yeah. The connectivity. All right. There it is, folks. And. I want to make sure we get to this point because this is something really, really huge. We, before the virus appears on the planet, we had built levels of connectivity. However, even those were becoming increasingly isolated from each other. And we would barely even connect in social settings. Along comes COVID, we're forced to disconnect really from so many, from what we thought, what we mm. thought was normal. I remember in, I forget, January or February, I went to shake someone's hand and they, and they were like, sorry, don't do that anymore. And it's like, oh yeah, you're right. Even the simplest co connections don't, aren't valid any longer. Mm -hmm. So as we move into this new age as we awaken in through this season um, the way we create connection is going to be more imperative than ever and i think moving forward it's going to be more imperative than ever and uh, as we were chatting this morning uh, z reminded me of one of my favorite quotes by Thich Nhat Hanh. i'm gonna read it here for you it is probable that the next buddha will not take the form of an individual the next Buddha may take the form of a community, a community practicing understanding and loving kindness, a community practicing mindful living. This may be the most important thing we can do for the survival of the earth. Boy, he hit it on the head on that one, didn't he? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, right, we're being called 
to find a new way to be in connection and community with each other because the very Earth's survival depends upon it. Yeah. And you know, we're a couple of ministers. We're going to tell you, there's nothing that has served my life better than a spiritual community. Yeah, because what it what it allows you, if it's if it's true, if it's genuine, if it's people really together trying to grow and deal with their isms and biases and 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 elevate them to another level, there's a sense of honesty, there's a sense of compassion, there's a sense of 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 knowingness that allows me or allows Robert to come to me if I'm out of pocket or him to come out of pocket and not based on what I think. But what on Robert or what I say we believe, what we're trying to achieve. And and sometimes if I get out of pocket, Robert can come and say, you're a little to the left of that center right now, buddy. Uh, you know, and, and that's fine if you want to move there. But then you got to adjust some other things. And so we become a check and balance for each other, not based on what we say about somebody, but what they say or what I say about myself, how I want to live. And this new community begins now to have compassion and understanding and 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 prosperity and 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 the things that we need when we hit those down spots because we will hit them because that that is the natural ebb and flow of life which we we're not going to change right yeah so we're changing and there's things that may will change with us. However, if I hear you correctly, those things aren't necessarily going away. Right. Right. Because if the heartbeat goes away, then we're gone. So right. it may go up and down, but we, we want that thing to be there, even if it's faint. And it, uh, it arises to the occasion, but we want it to be there. Yeah. So what we're saying, folks, is if you don't got yourself some spirituality right now, if you don't got yourself, man, where did that come from? Uh, <laughs> now is the time yes. to get your spiritual life in order. Yeah. I, I want to fall back on a dear friend's, one of the early lessons I got in this movement as well. If you put one thing in order in your life, then by the laws of the universe, everything else has to fall in line behind that. All you got to do is get one part of your life in order and all the other aspects of your life are going to fall in line behind that. So what if you make that one thing your spiritual practice? Mm -hmm. What if you make that one thing your spiritual community? Now, Rev Z is do, busting his butt day in, day out, and he's leading a spiritual community that has a physical building and things that go along with that. And they're figuring out how to stay connected. Kudos to the Center for Spiritual Living Denver, if any of you folks are listening, because you're figuring it out. You're figuring out how to stay connected and how to build into the, what's new and what's next, not trying to hold on to what's going, what used to be. Yeah. Um, I want to real quick give a big shout out to the New Thought Media Network uh, for putting on this program, for sponsoring this program, for making sure that the, the lights stay on, as it were, paying for the hosting and all that. And that's a whole nother form now of new spiritual community. Yeah. And we're yeah. both going to do it different. We're both going to bring a unique set of, of people and gifts and opportunities and skills and all the stuff that makes this happen. And the truth is, folks, we're no different than you. 
Yeah. Yeah. You have this ability to to be a part of one or numerous communities. Mm -hmm. The question is, is, is what you're being a part of promoting a better life? Or are you just trying to go back to the industrial age and knock out, you know, and knock out some, some cars and some tanks and some weapons <laughs> and some whatever else? Right. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, a uh, 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 interesting point there is that as we begin to figure out these new communal connections of spirit, right? We begin to understand that in the art of awakening, whether your art is painting or sculpting or music or dance or, or any of the artistic uh, pursuits, if you will, if you use those as models, that's how we have to be about our life. If, you know, I have to come up as a sculptor or as a painter any of those, really. I have to have an idea in my mind, pain is really good for this, of a picture. And I have to figure out the technique of painting or whether it's drawing. I got to figure out the color palette. I have to figure out all these intricacies, which brush I'm going to use on this and that, so that as I work through this intricate model, that when I'm finished, it looks magnificent and it is valued because of the uniqueness, the color palette, the way things work together, and it just blends into a nice way of living. And that's the art of awakening. Yeah. Well, there it is, folks. I, I don't want to try to go on. I don't want to try to add anything to that. <laughs> that is the art of awakening. So uh, I want to say thank you. We've about used our time anyway. Uh, this is Ministers Talking Shit. We're here every Friday morning, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, live on the New Thought Media Network and available as a podcast on uh, the podcast page of our website. And uh, I lost the banner, but at uh, ministertalk.transistor.fm. There it is. There's another way you can find us. So I want to thank you for being with us. We're going to be back next week. Until then, peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking <laughs> We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other <laughs> our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our <laughs> with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings. <laughs>